Welcome to the Competitive Couplecast, a board gaming podcast where we cover great games to play on your tabletop as a twosome. We tackle a new game each month, discussing just how well it plays with two players and sharing some of the highlights from our games at home. I'm Charlotte Collins and with me is Jamie Chad. We're back. We're back. We're back again. Yay. Some time, an unspecified amount of time since our previous podcast. I don't remember a when. A <laughs> it month. was a month. It, it has month. been a month. There we go. Uh, we're back to talk about another one of our favourite games. Huzzah. Huzzah. <laughs> Indeed. I'm excited. What are we talking about this month? Well, this month we are taking on the roles of master detectives and tackling the co-op crime-solving game Chronicles of Crime. So, what is Chronicles of Crime? Welcome to the Usborne book of board games. <laughs> okay. Chronicles of Crime is a board game designed by David Cicerell and published by Lucky Duck Games. It's one of a growing number of games that straddles the gap between digital and analogue games in that you'll need to use an app on your phone to play. You see, Chronicles of Crime is a game where one to four players will be working together to solve crimes set in modern day London. Let's say there's been a murder. You'll use your phone with or without a VR headset to look around a virtual reality crime scene, searching for clues against the clock. You'll probably be blurting out various words to your partner to write down. You'll then rifle through a deck of evidence cards scanning the QR codes of the relevant ones which will become a vital clue that goes on the board. But most of the time, you'll be interviewing characters at various locations. Let's say you go to the victim's place of work to speak to their boss. You'll scan the location with your phone to travel there and speak to the character by scanning the QR code on their character card. They tell you Jim getting himself murdered is completely out of character or some such. But maybe you speak to someone that sounds a little off. Uh, They seem a little unwilling to talk. And this is where things get a bit juicy, as you can use your clues to ask them about a certain topic. Let's say you have a compromising photo in your possession. You can scan that card to effectively show or ask the subject about that specific piece of evidence, and you might find they start opening up a bit more. At the end of it all, when you're ready to solve the crime, you'll be asked a series of questions. Correct responses give you a score out of 100 and a star rating. And that's pretty much Chronicles of Crime in a nutshell. Oh, crime in a nutshell. (laughs) <laughs> what's that from um, I believe it's insane. the guy from Would I Lie to You I think that's one of his characters oh, yeah. oh the no isn't that small man in a box it's that small man in a box but yeah it's an old joke Alan Partridge does joke, it on one of his it? things apologies yeah. I am archaic so Chronicles of Crime murder investigation detectiveness QR codes an app virtual yeah. reality that's a lot to take in from the nutshell description you gave. I but know, it's, right? It's a plethora of cool modern board game type things, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. So it probably makes sense to talk about some of those uh, mechanics and gameplay things. Let's go more in depth on a select yeah. few of them to really what? kind of give the lowdown on how oh, this whole thing works. Oh, for sure. I think it's fair to say that uh, Chronicles of Crime is a game unlike any that's in our collection and especially in how it has you know the kind of app and digital elements mixed in with the board game how do you find do you think that meshes well together i think it's i think it's pretty awesome i mean i guess the closest game we've got in our collection which you can't not talk about in relation to this is sherlock and i think scanning people and faces and things and locations and getting unique stuff is a lot better than page turning. Like um, consultant detective, yeah. sorry. And I, I just love the aspect that you can go, oh, scan this person, then scan this thing, and then scan the location, and you kind of take different approaches to these little interrogations. I think it's really cool. I don't think there's any fear in getting your phone out or a board 
you know, for a board game. Yeah, like I, I know for me at first, I was a bit like, wow, there's an awful lot of scanning in the game, the QR codes thing. And it did initially mm. feel a bit like, okay, scan this bit, go here, scan this bit, go here. Uh, but I think the more we've got into it, the more we've ended up kind of discussing our decisions and stuff. Yeah, because at it, points, yeah, we've kind of gone a bit like, oh, I'm going to scan this. And then the other person's been like, oh, okay, oh, oh, you know, before you've done it or whatever. But yeah, I think when you're discussing the decisions together and such. Yeah, when you take your time over it and actually work out, right, who do I need to ask and what do I need to ask and to get the best answers and move the case forward, it still starts feeling really organic really quickly. And and the app does a great job of kind of tracking stuff as well and the fact that you've got the app. So there's events that happen on certain times. You need to get back to one location within like an hour and it tracks that time because each like time you scan a location or a person it's like five minutes or something yeah so you might speak to your specialist back at the station and go right come back to me in an hour and i'll give you more data you go okay right now we've got an hour let's go to this location and talk to this person just kind of all fits in really work together i think actually yeah that's one of the biggest things the biggest biggest positives for me that you can take away from this and you kind of mentioning it with a comparison to consulting detective yeah consulting detective is literally you know, read a paragraph, you know, you think about what you're going to do next, you go follow the next lead. But I think with this, the very unique thing about this is that element of taking the clues and then using those to kind of get a new perspective on, you know, their original answer or something, or ask them about a specific thing Mm -hmm. that you can't get with... And that's one of the more frustrating things with things like consulting detectors, where you go to that person expecting a certain answer and then it's like, oh, either, oh, okay, they're not in... Or like, you know, they're, um, they give you something completely different or something you already yeah. had, which can be a bit annoying. And also as well, in comparison to consulting detectives, you've got, I mean, it's not like I don't take any notes with Chronicles of Crime. <laughs> we do. And yeah. we kind of seem to be taking more notes now as we go along. But um, like the amount of notes you need to take is dramatically Yeah, because you get all there. these little item cards which you can put on the board once you found them at one of these crime scenes and you can scan them. You've got the characters that have actually got portraits in different locations you can keep track of. If they're a dead character, we kind of flip them on the side so we know they're dead. And it's just as long as you remember those sort of bits, it's, it's nice because, yeah, you do, only, you do not one or two pages of notes max, really, with this game compared to, I don't know, sure. 10 pages. And it's really useful in app as well. You've got a function to search back through previous... Um, what would you say? Interactions, I guess. Yes. Yeah, that's the word I'm looking for. Yeah, previous interactions, which is really useful because if you're not 100% sure of something that someone had said, you get back yep. and double check, which is great. Um, the app itself as well, I should mention, never had any issues with it at all. No crashing or glitching or anything. Good good little app. I think they did a good job there. Yeah, it seems to be perfectly functional, um, which, you know, it can be it's more than can be said about some board game apps out there yeah um so yeah yeah no pretty good um yeah one more thing i would say about the gameplay though not relating to uh the digital aspect do you think this game could be potentially prone to alpha gaming uh i mean yeah like anything really i mean it doesn't really have a turn-taking aspect in it it's mm. a it's a it's any sort of cooperative game can be prone to that and it depends how you want to role play it really that's where the role playing element comes in like yeah True, true. You just have to play it with the right people. If you play it once yeah. with someone and they're ruining it for you, then you don't play with them. Yeah. I mean, it's something I'm sure we'll come back more to later when we talk about how it plays with two players, because we've only played it with two players. Mm-hmm. But I think it depends on if you're splitting up who's in control of the phone kind of thing fairly equally. I don't yeah. think that's, it should be a huge problem, should it? I imagine yeah. it, in scenarios perhaps where someone's like 
in control of the phone and just sort of scanning everything. Yeah, it, it, it shouldn't control, be there because it, it yeah. promotes discussion. It promotes yeah, exactly. About it. So it shouldn't, that shouldn't exactly. really be an issue. And if it is, you just don't play with that person or don't yeah. play this game with that person. Plus, I think they developed a nice little thing now where it can split across two separate devices, can't oh, it? You okay, can have someone... Cool. Yeah, well, you can have one phone that's used for scanning the crime scenes. Oh, we haven't even mentioned the, the virtual crime scenes. Thoughts on those? Um, I love a good virtual crime scene now. I, you know, I didn't think uh, it would be a necessary part, but it's, it's quite cool. Um, you you can use the little glasses that make it 3D in a way. Mm-hmm. And you, I basically just stand up. It reminds me always of that scene in Friends where Joey steps into the map of London. Yes. Um, I get so up true. and you can walk. You don't walk around, but you definitely have to move around 360 and up and down to kind of capture everything. You can zoom in a little bit. Um, they're not animated or anything, but it's kind of just a nice 360 sort of image that you can have to look in for clues and stuff and you're shouting out words so your partner if you're playing with someone can write them all down and then you have to scan the clues that you find to you know yeah. make, make that happen. know that you've seen those sort of clues um i really like it you get probably around on average three of these each game maybe three yeah. or four maybe um, i like that they're few and far between yeah, so to speak that's really cool of- it's like yes, there's another one. Yeah. Yeah. And they're not always uh, they're not always the murder scenes. Maybe no. it's just a room, and you have to just look around the room and pick up some clues from it. Um, the murder scenes can be quite fun and grisly. Yeah. <laughs> but um, and dark some of them, uh, depending on the story. But yeah, no, I think they're a great part of the game, and they're just another oh, another chance for like the art to shine through really and to get a feel for it. All. Okay, so moving on then. So, what are your thoughts then on the kind of quality of the storytelling so far? Because we played. I believe all of the base game cases now and a couple of expansion ones yes yes the story and the writing the storytelling narrative is on the whole enjoyable it's not gonna win any booker prizes I don't know any <laughs> writing awards <laughs> uh, it's it's not gonna be top 10 of the I, again I really don't know what in the writing world constitutes greatness <laughs> you're not going to be talking about the writing as if it was Shakespearean dialogue yeah but they're always going to have the dilemma aren't they it's got to fit on the phone device or whatever haven't they it's got to be short huh. relatively snappy it can't be like it, it does. as lengthy as something like Consultant Detective or Mythos Tales where you've got big swathes of text it does I'd say that the the plotting and the narrative is quite strong in the fact that you get to scan lots of things and go to different locations obviously they've got to accommodate that gameplay in their writing so there's got to be a bit of you know red herrings and stuff like that um the actual writing um is is okay i mean the actual content of the writing you know it's, it's not the strongest thing i'll ever read there's we've we've played stronger stuff that uh consult detective legacy dragon Holt, these sort of things have much stronger writing in them but i think this definitely serves a purpose and the fact that it works well with the app with the limited screen space they've got and it you know introduces the ideas and the characters quite well and drops the clues when needed and doesn't drop the clues obvious clues when not needed and i think it's perfectly functional yeah okay it's interesting i i kind of agree with you in parts there like for me um well it's worth noting for a start that different people write each case Mm -hmm. in this I think for me, I feel that there's definitely some cases that are stronger than others. So yeah, there are moments, I think, in some of the, what I feel are the weaker cases where the writing kind of lets it down and not necessarily the pacing, but the uh, plot itself, perhaps, I felt might have been a little bit flimsy. I mean, I won't mention which ones because, again, that would be kind of spoilery. Um, But other ones, I would say, have got like really good, I'd say pretty good writing. I think they kind of make up for the 
slightly iffy ones, so to speak. Yeah. And I think that kind of it mirrors my experience with Consultant Detective as well, because there's no shying away from the fact that a couple of those have got bit iffy cases as well. Uh, there's a couple of, not I wouldn't say duds in any of these, but there's always going to be ones you prefer more than others. Or I think that's the difficulty with any game like this, though, isn't there? Where you've got a solution to a crime. I think it's got to be incredibly tricky to write something like that, hasn't it? Especially with this, because you could really, really could just discover it in any order or completely miss something yeah. vital. But you've got to direct people to all that. Yeah. Yeah, and that's why I say the writing is functional because I don't think the writing is the star here um, in this game. I mean, it it serves its purpose and I think it does it quite well. Um, But I'm not going to come back to these to read the wonderful flavour. I suppose it's actually worth mentioning the um, events, really, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, In terms of pacing and uh, storytelling because they're very much a way of kind of directing the the gamer to certain plot avenues aren't they what are yep. your thoughts on those i really like them i think it takes those cool parts that are in um mythos tales where you know you've got that day tracker that it kind of introduces to that sort of consulting detective state you know game state um and i think it's quite cool like i said you've got that the constant time pressure of trying to complete this by the end of the day and time taken up by each interaction and then for you to get a phone call on your little well a phone call i guess in speech mark in the game where you're being told to go somewhere or something's happened or even just a simple finish the damn case because we need to lock this guy up sort of thing um i think it's quite cool i think it adds quite a lot to it and i think that's that's where the innovation really shines in this sort of game yeah i agree with you entirely let's take a moment just to talk about kind of the artwork i absolutely love all the um character portraits you get on all the cards i love them they're so full of character and some are genuinely terrifying yeah i think it's i think it's really strong um I think, yeah, you've got, what, about 100 different heads or faces of people and you've got three or four different VR scenes you look at. Yeah, and then locations as well. Yeah, yeah, no, I think the design's really strong on those sort of things. I think they've done a good job. You would think, because QR codes aren't the most pretty things to look at, but it fits in with everything quite well. It doesn't, like, stick out like a sore thumb. It kind of works really well with those, like, evidence cards and character cards. It doesn't, it it looks nice. It's a very pretty game. Yeah, it's it, yeah, it's definitely a strong point for this game. For sure. Okay, uh, value for money. Would you say that Chronicles of Crime is good value for money? I think it seems it so far. I, th- I think it's, you know, obviously it depends what they do with the app and how much future expansions are that maybe don't require the boxes and how much you know, new cases are just for what you've got in the box. Because, yeah. I mean, if they do another 10 or 15 cases without you having to buy another big box expansion... It's great, even better. Just get better and better. Plus the community editing ones, I think you can have probably if people, you know, yeah, work towards really it, great. countless hours of fun. Yeah, because, I mean, it retails at around £25, uh, like you say, um, with the possibility of um, more cases being updated all the time. You know, it's the benefit of a game like this as opposed to having all the cases in a box like you would with mm-hmm. Consultant Detective or game similar to that it's a board game with dlc basically yes and, you can, that's and, and, and that downloadable content shouldn't really be more than five pound for like two or three cases i don't think yeah i think five pound for one case would be quite a lot because you're only getting an hour hours yes play top out of each one really um yeah it'd be interesting like to see how they price a book each of one. cases which is like five cases or something like that would be quite cool yeah that, that would be good for sure um yeah because and i think like you say the community editor i think that could 
uh, it would be a really exciting element as well yeah, and, it, yeah, absolutely. As the game grows and more people get interested in it, and then just making their own ones. I think it was semi co-op on um, Twitter asked a really interesting question to the Chronicles of Crime lot. Um, the like, is there a possibility that you could like replace like the character art with your own? And, and theoretically, mm-hmm. that could work if you wanted to customize. Oh yeah, absolutely. It, you, um, but in like a in the community editor, I mean, yeah. like you, you wouldn't be able to change the QR code, but you could like I don't know, stick your face on top of the card and have you know you and your family in a yeah a a gritty i think that i mean to be honest if if they wanted to they could license it out and go the license expansion route if not we'll probably see a lot of fan made license stuff as well imagine imagine being like a game of thrones detective or something like that that. those sort of stuff or harry potter just checking those sort of licenses that's why i said earlier that they've got great framework because they can go and it's comparable to the system, I, I think, it's comparable to the system of Legacy of Dragonhold with that Oracle storytelling thing. That was quite cool. You could use that in a load of different places. This as well can be absolutely used on a wide variety of, you know... Well, that's funny you say that, because I, I was just thinking time stories. It reminds me of mm-hmm. that yep. in a way, but it's got an interesting base yep. game. Yeah, these systems that you can really open up into what, yeah. wherever you want to go with it, which would be quite cool. Yeah, lots of exciting potential, isn't there? So let's talk about... Uh, how complex it is do you think it's accessible to um casual gamers let's say what do you think uh yeah i think absolutely i think the fact that you can play it within the sort of an hour hour and a half tops it's much easier play time than something like consulting detective which can take a while um and i think it's the cases are easier to get through not so much in your final results sometimes but is it easier to comprehend with the fact that you just because you're not taking as many notes yeah, it might be a less off-putting, mightn't it, yeah. to some people that might be a bit put off by uh, like great paragraphs of text in yep. Consulting Detective and the length of time as well with Consulting Detective. Uh, I say this as someone that absolutely loves Consulting Detective, but literally my brain is melted by the end of the two hour, plus hours that we will spend yep. exploring every possible avenue. Um, I, I, that's far less the case here in this game. Moves at quite a lick, doesn't it? It's a, it's a quick game to set up as well. I I think yeah. it took us like about a minute. I, I was trying to yeah, it's it's easy. It gets you, you're playing within seconds. So yeah, super quick setup. It's just a case of like taking each deck out of the box, setting them up on the table. Bob's your uncle, and um, likewise putting it away again. Also simple, and in part as well because it, it comes with a nice little insert as well. I thought that's quite a nice little insert that yep. comes in the box. And yeah, and in terms of learning the game as well. It um it has a little tutorial, doesn't it? And I love games that have like a little yeah, tutorial setting. Uh, you know, big thumbs up there for me. So bottom line, do you think it's a good game for two players? Absolutely. I would quite agree with yeah, you. Yeah, absolutely. I think. In it's fact, like... it's I think it's one of those games where it's like built for you know one to however many. Yeah. But I think it probably plays at its best at two. I think so. And you, f- you feel like a cop duo as well, don't you? Really? Yes, buddy cop. You good cop or are you bad cop? I am QR scan happy cop because I'll just just, I scan stuff. That sounds accurate. I'm quite scanny. You're a bit more thoughtful. Well, yeah, I'm the mulling it over with a glass of wine cop. Yeah, I'm like a I'm like the cop that's had a Red Bull too many. It is true. Um, Do you think it's got a lasting place in our collection? Um, I think it does. Like I said, if they continue to expand it and if the community editor gets a good following. Um, which I think it does because things like Twine and all these um, interactive fiction editors get a lot of um, people on them. And if you buy this, you can kind of do that, but at a bigger scale. 
Um, so I think it could definitely yeah have a lot more legs on it. Yeah, I mean I think it 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 bodes well given that it's probably about our third most played game this year. Yeah. Uh, we've got it to the table five times so far. Wow. Uh, with only near and far and Carcassonne beating it so far. Um, but yeah, we've played, like I say, all of the base games, I think, that are currently available, um, which I believe there might be two still due to come out. And also, um, I believe their expansion Redview is coming out in the end of the first quarter of 2019, although I believe that's probably around now, right? So hopefully um, soon. I mean, we're almost done with the first quarter. I know, right? That's what I'm saying. So. It's exciting times. And we've got couple more uh, noir cases to do. So yeah, that seems a good point to be talking about noir then, doesn't it? So uh, the noir expansion, it's set in LA in the 1950s, which adds action cards for, I quote, a deeper gameplay experience. Would you say it gives us that? I think it does, yeah. So in noir, instead of just being able to scan characters and talk to them and ask them things, um, you've got cool stuff, like you can bribe them to either gain access to somewhere or maybe gain some more information um, about something. Um, you can threaten them physically, so, you know, for the same for the same reason, to intimidate them maybe. Um, you can uh, watch them with your binoculars and just kind of follow them, see where they go, see what happens. Or you can break in, so maybe you've gone to a location and there's a strong hint that, you know, all the office is locked very securely. Well, maybe when you're at that location, you choose to break in instead and you manage to gain access to that room and have a look around and find some important clues. I think it adds quite a lot to the game. It's quite nice. The addition of these action cards have like the potential to turn like a good game into a great game for me. Like yep. I've absolutely loved the two cases that we've played so far in terms of storytelling and those action cards just add so much in terms of kind of decision making and it just adds such a nice layer to it. And again, going back to kind of what I said briefly before about um, kind of having a bit of humor humorous element to it we've had some funny moments haven't we where we've got it like we've made we've used an action card and it's not necessarily paid off well for us and it's had like a funny outcome mm-hmm. um but more often than not they can they can be interestingly used can't they to kind of get a new perspective or a different outcome yeah. from someone and i just think it thematically makes sense and yeah just adds such a it adds depth, like they sort of said. It so does, yeah. Very happy with that, too. So, yeah. And, yeah, I also really like the period setting as well for Noir. Because I, um, I like the, the modern-day London setting in the base game. But um, I love that we get to put on some Noir music. Actually, also like then as well. Because um, these action cards, it's probably worth saying, you they almost, I would say, on some level, perhaps replace the... Uh, you don't have your contacts that you did have before that you could call up at various points and instead you've got these action cards and I like that and I like the fact that you don't have um, phone calls of people suddenly going oh yeah come back to Scotland Yard or whatever or go here do that like the, the I know you quite like the events but I think sometimes they can be no, a little bit kind of prescribed yeah. at points and I don't feel like that's so much a, a thing that happens in noir because obviously not everyone's wandering around with mobile phones it's mm-hmm. kind of Nice like that. <laughs> I like the period setting a lot. So yes, I love Noir and I think it's like absolutely a worthwhile expansion. Yeah, uh, like I said earlier, they've got um, Welcome to Review coming out soon, which I'm excited for because I've got the box, but I haven't got any of the, the gamey bits to, on the digital app to, to play 
it, yeah. But that one's going to be, um, I believe it's set like kind of small town USA uh, in the 1980s, which I think is going to be a really interesting kind of setting for it. And apparently it's going to add like a dice rolling RPG-like mechanism and see what that adds. I said these are the sort of things you could just do with this system. It's just so cool. It's pretty cool. Future expansions, is there any you'd love to to see? I honestly think this is such an open system to use, especially if you're adding like action cards. If you did action cards plus dice rolling, you could go the license route, you could create your own world, you could keep up with the cop theme. I don't know. You could have Ask Crack Bandit from Community. (laughs) You could do. You could have that in there. Petty Crimes expansion, where it's like, who stole Pick a Mix from Woolworths? There you go. All that stuff. It's it's really exciting. I would like to see, I'd like it to be like, I don't know, a sci-fi detective. You know, you're going through like space hubs and have to fly a ship to another location and you've got stowaways and... Oh, like okay, that's turning into a whole different robots <laughs> and things like that, and you get to fire a space laser. Where's the deduction coming into that? It's still a detective. <laughs> Either that or Western. Oh yeah, Western would a be Western good. Western would be really good. Yeah. Have some sort of um dueling uh mechanism. Yeah, yeah. For if people. things go wrong, like oh yeah, yeah. if um, interrogations go wrong, and then yeah, it's like you can duel people for it. Quick fire. No, what do you call it? A uh, uh, quick draw. Draw. Yeah. Okay, so. Bottom line then, for me, I would say Chronicles of Crime is the crime-solving game that I want to play on a Friday night with a glass of wine in hand, you know, on a kind of a chill night in. Yeah, I would agree. I think it's very strong. I actually think it's a great game, it's a great system, and it's got a really, really good future. Okay, so that's it for the couple cast this month. Uh, so next month, we'll be talking about Keyforge, Call of the Archons, that uh, unique deck game type thing that FFG released, um, two-player card game. Uh, that's next month's podcast. Yeah. In the meantime, visit our website, acompetitivecouple.com, where we post our written board game reviews, and you can find links to all of our social media channels, including Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Lastly, if you enjoyed this episode, please do share and subscribe. So yeah, hope you enjoyed it. Thanks for listening, and see you next month. The music in this podcast is all courtesy of Kevin McLeod at IncomTech.com. Licensed under Creative Commons. The track used in this episode was Oblivion 